Hey, I'm Andrew Work. Welcome back to Money Talk. And we are uh, closing out today with a great segment on our view from Taiwan with Ross Feingold, Business Development Director at Safe Pro Group. But uh, to people that have tracked his career over the years, they know him as a fluent Mandarin speaker on TV, uh, often talking about government relations and policy. So uh, lots of experience to draw from. Thank you very much for coming back on the show, Ross. Good morning from Taipei. Hey, so we're talking Taiwan. Uh, so uh, one of the things that I know that you've got your eye on is the relationship between China and uh, Taiwan, and in particular, in particular, in the manufacturing sector, um, where it seems it seems like there 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 are sh- there are shifts happening, and maybe Foxconn is uh, Foxconn Han Hai is representative of that. Well, there's a lot of interest in this issue of, of uh, manufacturing leaving China, whether that's multinational corporations or uh, sometimes even Chinese corporations moving manufacturing to Vietnam or India or, or Mexico and how much of that is really happening. And uh, uh, Foxconn's uh, chairman was recently interviewed by BBC and he was asked about this and uh, acknowledged that they're doing it, but they're doing it because uh, their clients are demanding it. And their clients are demanding it because they're go- the government of those clients' home countries are demanding it, Apple being the most notable example. Uh, but there, there's probably some pressure from European companies as well on their contract manufacturers like Foxconn Honai to move some of their manufacturing. Uh, but but I, the, the feeling I always get when I read these interviews with the Taiwan tech executives is uh, – they're doing this reluctantly. Uh, you know, they kind of wish it was. Uh, we were still in like 2013 when you know it was it was perfectly okay, but to be manufacturing in China because that's where uh, the most efficient uh, supply chain was, logistics, uh, roads, ports, etc. Uh, obviously, things have changed politically, uh, and that's just not feasible anymore. I, however, uh, you know, at the same time. Uh, there, there's also news that Foxconn Hornai is, is rapidly hiring uh, to fill customer demand, rapidly hiring in China. Uh, so, uh, you know, they're, they're looking at alternatives. And, and, yes, production is coming online in, in, in India or Vietnam for you know, whether it's, it's the latest iPhone uh, or, or other products. But it's a slow process. And, and then, of course, there's still the Chinese domestic market where the contract manufacturers want to be ma- manufacturing in China to sell to the domestic China market, and uh, not all, that doesn't just apply to the uh, uh, handsets, iPhones. It also applies to th- things like uh, servers, cloud, you know, cloud servers, and, and the obvious one, and one that, that Foxconn on is getting really uh, big in, and that, that's electric vehicles. Hmm. So I didn't realize that they were they were in that as well. Uh, but I guess we did have the news earlier this week that uh, they had pulled out of investment into an American EV maker of trucks. Um, yeah, well, you know, some, some of these investments win, some of them don't. You know, Foxconn Hona is pretty good at that, but I guess they have the money to spare. Mm. You know, they famously said they were going to invest billions of dollars in this uh, facility in Wisconsin to build panels, and then that changed to building ventilators once COVID occurred, and you know, none of this ever happened. So uh, generally the company makes money, so I guess they have some money to spare on, on things that don't work out so well. Yeah, sometimes you just got to take a chance. Um, so uh, in other areas, Areas between uh, the China Taiwan relationship, uh, you know, food, uh, agriculture. I remember a few years, uh, a few months ago, uh, there was like a pineapple spat. But you know, where where do things stand on the the uh, China Taiwan agricultural uh, relations? 
Yeah, recently uh, China announced that they were removing a restriction on on something called the the sugar apple, uh, but the, there were some conditions on that. I mean, first of all, the announcement was made when 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 a delegation of uh, opposition political party figures were were uh, meeting China government officials. So there were some uh, Guomindang, Chinese Nationalist Party's officials, uh, were in China, and then China makes this announcement that they're going to undo the ban. But then they said, oh, it has to be from certain. Uh, jurisdictions of Taiwan, and basically we'll only accept the product if it comes from a jurisdiction where the local government is led by the Chinese Nationalist Party. Mm. Uh, so these things do, beca- do become political. Now, of course, every time China has imposed uh, agriculture or fisheries product ban in the last few years, and there's been several, there's been pineapple, sugar apples, fi- certain types of fish, uh, they, they do cite various kinds of health and sanitary uh, reasons, uh, things that were discovered in the shipments. They say that they warn Taiwan. Taiwan, Taiwan didn't fix the problem. Of course, Taiwan disputes that. Uh, so unfortunately, it, it has become very political. I think we'll see more of this uh, as we get closer to January's election here, uh, whether it's imposing a restriction or undoing a restriction and kind of using it for political purposes. Uh, but that works both ways, because uh, when China does that in the government here in Taiwan, the Democratic uh, Progressive Party government, they'll say, well, you see, that's why we can't rely on the Chinese market. So we'll try and develop uh, Japan or other markets for these products. But uh, the reality is uh, a, a lot of this production capacity was, was, was uh, created for the Chinese market and the supply chain logistics are all set up to sell these uh, food products, especially if it's fresh food, uh, to China. And it, it's been difficult for Taiwan's supply chain to adjust to trying to sell these pro- fresh food products to other markets like Japan or Singapore, let alone North America. Right. And I guess, I guess, I mean, because, you know, China, you know, when they were having their uh, issues with Australia, which I guess are kind of ongoing, I mean, it, it wasn't that hard for the Australians to find other markets, maybe because they were shipping more durable goods like iron ore. Uh, but I guess with perishable well, goods, it's hard to I thought you were going to say wide, Andrew, because, you know, that's very durable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's for the, 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 the normal product that, that China uh, you know, increased the tariffs on dramatically, so it made it very uh, you know, not, not, not cost-competitive for Australian wines yep. in China, but they did have to develop new markets. We've, we've got about one minute left. I know the other place that Taiwan has been investing, or, or flagship Taiwanese companies like TSMC are investing into uh, the United States. Uh, we've got about a minute left. Can you give us a, a sense of how that's going? Well, there's generally good news. Everyone, you know, politically, of course, and an in industry seems pretty happy about TSMC's uh, two fabs that are uh, being built in Arizona. Uh, there was some positive news in recent days about the water supply, which was a concern, but uh, local officials in, in the Phoenix area say, don't worry, we've got this covered. There'll be plenty of water. Uh, TSMC is going to get some subsidies from Uncle Sam, uh, because otherwise this would not have been uh, you know, feasible. Uh, so everyone seems really really positive about that project okay and and there it's yeah i mean it's a huge amount of money it's a major major uh commitment uh how about other types of critical infrastructure is there are there are there a taiwanese participation in other areas or is that all you know how, how is that progressing you know, the taiwan's investment in the u.s now or upcoming probably is going to be in the tech area so you know, if tsmc goes over there as they have then that means a big part of the supply chain is going over there as well so uh, yeah, i'm sure in the coming months we'll also see stories like uh, you know, uh, bubble tea shops are opening up all over phoenix <laughs> because there are a lot of t- tsmc employees coming over and, and you can't go more bubble tea you can't go wrong thank you very much ross feingold finishing very on brand for a taiwan discussion he's a 
Business Development Director at Safe Pro Group, a media commentator on international politics and government relations.